0: Hey, 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 what's up, everybody? Come on inside. We've been waiting on you. It's time once again for the Musicians Cafe. My name is Brian Dick, and I'm here along with my audio technician, sound guru, all-around know-it-all.
1: Mr. Chris Gray. Chris, how you feeling, sir? Pretty good, man. We're back for episode 11 with uh, none other than one of the most requested guests that we've had yes, so far. And we've been at this thing for uh, over a month and a half, right? So um, this kind of says something. Yep. Uh, but for episode 11, we have the songwriter, the singer himself. Mr. Brennan Edwards. Brennan, how you doing, buddy? You doing all right? Uh, To quote, muck sticky, I'm fantastic (laughs) (laughs) I like it. I'm feeling great. This is going to be a great interview. We're we're so glad that you made it out here uh, to the Frog Hollow for an interview for the Musicians Cafe, as always. Right, Brian? Yeah, man.
0: Absolutely. I'm looking forward to getting down and finding out a little bit more about you. I'm just blown away by how young you are. Guys, everybody out there can't see Brennan, but Brennan's a young man, but he's way more talented than I'll ever be, so we're going to find out how that came to pass. In the meantime, we've got our menu, like always. So Chris has got that in his hand, Chris.
1: Let the people know what's out there. That's right. The first page is the national venues at Jiffy Lube Live. On the 10th, uh, Five Finger Death Punch. Yeah. Great big band there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Heck yeah. Uh, That's good, good stuff. The Tally Ho Theater. We have on the 8th, Zach Deputy. On the 9th, Intern John's Lost. And on the 10th is a Comedy Night.
0: Yeah. I, that, that, they All three are strike threes for me. I don't know any of them, but I'm
1: sure they're great. At the Hollywood Casino Event Center in Charlestown, West Virginia, we know this one. On the ninth, Mr. Chris Jansen, member of the Grand Ole Opry, yep. very, uh, very well known country artist. And, and it is one of the newer country artists that actually sings country music. It's not this pop country music stuff. <laughs> and on the tenth, uh, they have uh, I Am King, which is a Michael Jackson tribute band. Yeah. So, I mean,. You even mm-hmm. like some Michael, don't you, Brennan?
2: Oh, yeah. No, you, can't, you can't deny how just ridiculous he was. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. My goodness, yeah. You got to go
0: see it. I, I bet it's great. I, I saw some pictures that they had associated uh, you know, with the act coming up. It looks pretty cool.
1: And at Rocky Gap Casino, we have on the 10th Old 97, which is a Johnny Cash and June Carter tribute. Always good music there. Made me think of you. And they also have the Prince Project. Yes. So um, two knock them down bands. Of course, Johnny and June. Everybody knows them. And <laughs> and Prince. Just you know, we were talking about him before the the podcast started. Just some songs that are timeless that that never ever give up and and won't really. That's won't. right. That's I actually
2: right. do a Prince song. Do you? Which Most, one? Uh, nothing compares to you. Oh, nice. I love that song. Yeah, it is.
1: Yeah. I,
0: Prince had a lot of great hits through the yeah. years. Diamonds and Pearls. One of my favorite songs. Go ahead. Sorry.
2: Are you
1: good? <laughs> Bear Chase Brewery on the 9th. Nate Clendon. I knew I was going to mess this up. Nate Clendon.
0: Clendon, Yeah.
1: hmm I nailed it. You did. And on the 10th is their Oktoberfest celebration. Uh, that is going to entail Pebble to Pearl and Will Baskin.
0: Yeah, I think that's kind of cool, too, because the actual Oktoberfest is in September. So they got it right.
1: Yeah, um there was another one around here that was doing the same thing and um my wife said well, wait a minute that's that, that ain't that ain't right. But it is. It, it is. is September yep. is Oktoberfest yep. 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 celebration. Uh at Box Office Brewery, we have on the ninth River's Edge, and on the tenth, Mr. Ryan Jewell. Yeah.
2: So uh Ryan's big around here. Uh Brennan, you've heard Ryan around, right? Yeah, uh someone actually I found out about him because someone left one of his business cards in my uh, tip jar out at On Cue and Front Royal. Really? So that's how I checked him how out. How do you take then. that? How do you take when somebody leaves somebody else's business card? I I just figured it was like, hey, check this guy out. Oh, he's also,
0: you know. Yeah, that's a good way to look at it. Years ago, we'd have been offended, but you guys <laughs> are much better than we were. So.
2: And at the monument
1: on the tenth, that's here in down in downtown Winchester, is a show that you're not going to want to miss with Love Sick Blues. Yeah. That's Hank and Patsy, and, of course, it's our buddy Robbie Lyman and Ms. Tracy Weigel. They do such a great show for the Lovesick Blues, obviously focusing on Hank and Patsy.
0: I was reading on that too you a little bit. It's limited seating. They're only going to seat the lower level from what I'm understanding. Um, I probably has to do with you know the visionable part of what they're doing or whatever. I don't know. But uh, if you're planning on going to that, it might be a good idea to get to the Monument and get your tickets ahead of time.
1: Yep. Then we got West Oaks Farm Market on the 9th. Uh, Ronnie Wolford, and Cashmere. And so that's uh, Friday Night West Oaks. Right. As we know, it's always uh, a, a good time. You've played for Fr- uh, Friday Night West
2: Oaks a couple oh, times, yeah. right? West Oaks has been a big part of my, you know, gigging in the past year. They were the first ones to actually reach out to me to, to have me there.
1: Well, and I think what's great about West Oaks, and as far as, like, you and me both, um, maybe it was one of your first gigs. Is that correct? It was the second place that okay. I played at. Or- so. Sa- same That's with hilarious. me, right? But but the thing about West Oaks is that it encompasses all sorts of different acts from new people who are really, really good, right. who maybe have not played before. It gives them a time slot, two hours, you know, not incredible amount of time. Uh, but it is enough time for you to get up there on stage and comfortable. But then they also have the really, really skilled musicians and bands that rock people all night long. So... That's what I love most about West Oaks. My honestly. favorite
2: thing about West Oaks is that you can go there on like a Friday night when they have like one of those bands that brings a good crowd. Right. And, you know, if you're the opener, you're going to have that crowd around, but even if you're just doing the Saturday or Sunday, Right. and nobody knows who you are, they just always have a crowd. Yes. Yeah. That place is just awesome.
1: It is a great place.
2: And on the 10th,
1: which is Saturday, that's going to be the Burgers, Brews and Blues Festival. A great big uh, festival that they've had here for the last couple years. Uh, lots of music. Obviously, they're going to have some Burgers uh, and Brews, as always. Uh, and that's going to feature a couple bands. Fast Eddie, Ralph Fortune, and none other than the Mojo Mothership. Yep.
0: You had me at Burgers. Yep,
1: and Brews. And those yeah, two. Just, uh, just a plus. <laughs> One of these concert series we've been talking about, um, a little bit here and there, is the uh, Museum of the Shenandoah Valley on the 9th. Uh, Mr. Robbie Lyman and his band are going to be there. So um, that's a huge—you've va- played at the museum, right, Brennan?
2: Yeah, I, I got to do that because Micah Howard—I uh, don't know if you guys have heard of him. He's from Tennessee, and uh, yeah. he was scheduled, but he couldn't make it. Gotcha. So, of course, I wore my Micah Howard hat.
0: That, <laughs> <one>. <laughs> <laughs> that was nice of you to do, for
1: sure. Well, that's, that's a really big venue, right? It is, yeah. yeah. It's, it, uh, it was so, cool. So they set it up right in front of the museum now, right? Uh, Yeah, I believe so. It's, yeah, I think so.
0: Maybe it's on the side. I've been there. It was four or five years ago I went to see Robbie see, there. I think they a moved, massive crowd. They Did they move it, it Did they? Okay.
1: But anyway, there's room for 8,000 people mm-hmm. if you wow. wanted to have okay. that many. Yeah. So it, it's it's a great spot, and I'm glad they have that still going.
0: Me too. Uh, and I made a note of that, too. He's actually going to be there on that Friday, the 9th, and then turns around and plays Lovesick Blues on Saturday. So Robbie's busy. No, no doubt about that.
1: Uh, And then our next venue is the Paladin. Now, that's Paladin 1 in Stephen City. Right. On the 10th is the Chris Darlington Band. Uh, Chris just had a big weekend this past weekend. Uh, He had Maurice from uh, the TikTok guy who is in downtown Nashville playing music just kind of like on top of his truck. Have you ever seen those? I think so. That dude was at West Oaks the monument this past weekend. Oh, wow. That's who who Maurice was. Okay. All right. I I wasn't paying attention last week on the show. All right. Uh, And Officer Daniels, who is also uh, a TikTok guy, uh, was there as well. So a great venue uh, at both places, and and it was packed. And uh, I'm just so happy for for Chris and his success here lately. Sure, me too. Chris is going to be at the Paladin uh, on the 10th. And then NW Works uh, here in Winchester, Northwestern uh, Works, Farm to Table event on the 10th is going to be Mr. Brian Stutzman. Brian's been on the show before. Yep. Uh, so that's going to be, that's open to the public.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. is yeah, As far as I know, I, you have to get tickets ahead of time, I believe, but I want to make sure we give a shout out to Brian, you know, great guest for us.
1: Absolutely. We're going to fold up the menu. That's all we got for today. All
0: right, Chris. Appreciate
1: it very, very much. Cool.
0: We are hanging out with Brendan Edwards, man. Brendan, first of all, again, glad you're here. Your musical career has spanned how long now?
2: Since last summer. Wow. Well, as far as gigging,
0: right? Exactly, getting out on your own. Mm -hmm. Okay, what's the background of that? Did you pick up a guitar first? How did you get started?
2: A long while ago, when I was uh, about five, my dad. Well, it all starts with uh, Pantera. Cool. Funny enough, I'm a huge Pantera fan. My dad uh, was big into old school heavy metal and classic rock and stuff. So, for Christmas when I was about five, he got me a replica. Time bag Daryl. yeah, okay. Uh, little mini guitar. And um, he taught me a couple songs, and then I just kind of learned f- by ear. Right. That's how I've always learned with pretty much any instrument, but that's the only one I ever stuck with. Very and cool. uh, so I had his influence with all that stuff. And then my, my mom's side, all of her siblings, and she's the oldest of six, I believe. Right. She's the only one that doesn't play and sing. So they all play... Uh, bluegrass okay so there was two totally different things coming at me there and uh, so I have a, a really eclectic taste in music and influence and in what I like to play right you actually find that more common in musicians than you
0: think uh, oh yeah I know Chris and I we have this sort of conversation on most every episode that we have a little bit about the background and a lot of people speak to the same thing you know my influences come from every different different genre which is I think what makes you a good musician honestly because you know you kind of you don't zero in on one sound or one thing
2: it took me a long time to figure out what what direction i wanted to go as far as when i decided to actually pursue it or even if i was going to pursue it in one way or another but mainly the the one thing that i expected to do was just you know find a a band of that I could join and play guitar. And it was I thought it was going to be electric guitar for the longest time, but everything kind of just happened at once on its own though. <laughs> so do you play electric? I know you mostly yeah, play acoustic. That, up until up until high school, that was like 85, at least 85% of what I played was all electric stuff. But in through elementary school, I I picked up the mandolin for a while and my grandma and my my aunts and uncles you know, brought me out to Watermelon Park and Galax and all those bluegrass festivals that they would go to. So, right, uh, spent a decent amount of time at that time, following them around and watching them do their thing. And uh, so, I always had the interest in you know that sort of stuff. Right,
1: right. And and I noticed um, you're a fellow Taylor player. I love Taylor uh, yeah. guitars. Yeah,
2: that was by chance. And why,
1: why is that? How would um, you end up with a Taylor?
2: Well. That's a really crazy, cool story for Hit me it. to tell. Yeah, um, we, we want to hear it. So I started gigging at Corners in Star Tannery. Yeah, you know I you know home very base. Well. Yeah. I always tell people that. That's home base. Yeah. Uh, it was the only bar that I ever went to just to hang out. Like, I was never a bar flyer or anything like that. I didn't like that sort of thing. So I went there, got a gig, and uh, it was like three months into that, I started doing it regularly, like every other week. And this guy who's friends with these people around there came down, and uh, he had me. He had invited me to come up and play for his birthday, but that got canceled. He was up in Maryland, and he was like, when you come up, I got a gift for you. And he didn't tell me what it was, and uh, so then he ended up coming down to my next show after that at Corners. And as soon as I got there, I ran into him. He's like, hey, I got that guitar here for you. And I was like, I didn't know it was a guitar, I walked out and saw the case, and just the case alone, I was like, "Well, that's not some cheapo guitar." Oh, right? And I opened it up, and it was the Taylor that I have. Which the funny thing was, I had been borrowing all this stuff for my gigs from somebody, which was a Fishman amp, mic, and uh, and a Taylor that was actually the model just a step down from the one that that guy gave me. So, what's the one you have now? What's the model? It's a six fourteen.
1: Gotcha. It deluxe like it's it's nice it's shiny it's, oh yeah it's got yeah, all the it's inlays beautiful. and
2: stuff i couldn't i would have probably never gone to a guitar store and been like i'm gonna get a taylor just wouldn't have crossed my mind really but uh but i couldn't have asked for a better guitar just the feel of it and yeah. everything is like the perfect exactly not, what i want
1: not to mention it, it kind of landed in your lap right? yeah it I mean, was nobody's gonna get a taylor <laughs> or know. a martin or a gibson or whatever the I hell it is away, and but. just be like ah no just i don't want that but Right. I mean, Taylor to me has just such an easy feel. Um, yeah. And it complements your singing and playing style really, really well. Um, you don't see a whole lot of bluegrassers. And I'm not, don't take me, don't get me wrong, I'm not calling you a bluegrasser, but you don't see many bluegrassers playing Taylor's. They're all playing the Martins. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think the Taylor is just a super cool sound uh, for you, especially. Yeah. Um, now I have been to a couple of your shows, and you you freaking rip on the guitar. I mean, as far as licks and uh, and just infills and ooh, whatever you need to play, where did that come from? Because, uh, did you learn? Uh, did you take lessons? Did somebody
2: pound it into your head, or what? Uh, well, that just comes from like I said, like the early years, and well, a long time of playing was just electric guitar and playing Led Zeppelin and Black Sabbath stuff like that, and uh, kind of. And that's the other thing about the Taylor is the setup of it, the the, the shape of the neck, and also uh, I adjusted the action to kind of feel more close to a like an electric guitar, Much really lower, low action, yeah, yeah. and just the the necks really comfortable compared to a lot of the Martins and stuff I played are a little more bulky yeah. on the neck yeah. and uh,
1: feels like you're holding a whole bunch of stuff in your hand. Yeah, it kind of yeah. just
2: feels a little like. Your fingers get jammed up. And Taylor's are so well made. A
1: lot of times when you lower that action on an acoustic guitar, you get buzzing and you get some... And a lot of people kind of like that. Even um, like uh, Willie Nelson did it with Trigger. He's got an intentional buzz on that guitar just because that's his sound. Uh, But Taylor's so well built, you can lower them things pretty freaking close and never get a buzz from it. Uh, But, uh, you know, good on you. So for for just learning it sounds like you just picked it up yourself right you you kind of self-taught
2: yeah i never i never took any lessons i had some people suggest that as far as they were like like you know you you can play that thing but imagine if you went and learned like the fundamentals and put it and put that to use so i didn't do that but when i got into (laughs) when i got into high school i uh, spent a lot of time watching stuff on youtube about you know, just different uh exercises and stuff. Watching and learning, yeah. Because that was when I really decided I was like, I want to learn how to flat pick.
1: Absolutely, and that's, that's cool. You know, yeah,
2: it's a whole nother animal compared to what I was doing before that. Right, right. Wow,
0: well, this guy that gave you this guitar—he proved himself to be your number one fan already. But do you still see him? Does he come around?
2: Yeah, every—it's been a while now, but uh but like I said, he lives up in Maryland, so he doesn't come down too often. But uh, but I know I'll. I'll see him more That's often cool. in the
0: future. That's very cool. Yeah, you know, I've seen you a few times as well. And one of the things that strikes me, and I think I get it now, is your background being in. You know, you you, know, you were born of heavy metal sort of thing. You, know, you said your dad was into you know to, to bands that were heavier when you were young. I hear that in your performance because you're you're not you're not afraid to get up there and let it go. I mean, you know, your 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 volume is up, your 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 voice is up, your guitar is is loud and big um i definitely think that probably comes from a little bit of that beginning for you don't you think
2: yeah it's something i try to i try to hold back a little bit because it's that's the thing i love about that music i always did was and it's what i don't like about the new metal stuff is that it's the imperfection of it okay that is just its own thing and now it's like they've lost that it's all too perfect sounding in my opinion but that was – and, like, you think about, like, Kurt Cobain. Right. He, I don't think of him as, like, a vocalist necessarily or or a singer most of the time. He just had his own sound that he kind of developed, and most of it was, technically speaking, wrong. Right, right. But it was different, and it was true to him. Right. And a lot of it sounded great. Man. And that's what I – I try to – uh. Just kind of do whatever I feel like doing when I'm up there. I'm I'm not really scared to make mistakes. Yeah,
0: right. Exactly. Spoken like a a true old timer over here for sure. He sounds like an old soul. So you've been out now for you know roughly a year. And what sort of scheduling are you doing? Are you trying to schedule something every week, or how's that going for you?
2: I try my best to uh, at least on the weekends uh, try to have every weekend. Uh, at least two gigs a weekend, right? But uh, that's the one thing I'm terrible at is booking. I'm terrible. <laughs> yeah, at it. it's it's a pain in
0: the butt because you got yeah you, you know you got write it down dates try to I'm remember so when Yeah, yeah. Trust me, I'm the same way. So don't feel bad about that. But you you definitely stay busy. You want something every week. You I mean like do you, are you not married? I don't think you have a special no. someone out there or anything. So you're just are you you know are you have you're your own man? You can yeah, do whatever you want. Right?
2: Pretty much cool and uh, as, as far as like booking and stuff like i like i really enjoy the the part where it's like i'm almost always on edge about it and i kind of like that like ha- having to be responsible for all of it and like it keeps me on my toes and always learning something new about it and like how to keep it in line and i know eventually i'm gonna have to have like a booking agent or something because right i can barely keep up with it and even if i i, can, I don't even know if i could say i can keep up with it because well, i'm just like i yeah, said i'm more they're, they're, unorganized there's
1: always some easy tips for staying <laughs> stayin organized
2: and i can help you with it but don't the podcast. ask me
1: <laughs> but um dude that's that should be the least of your issues uh you know it, as long as people want you playing you're going to be playing somewhere uh whether you got somebody booking for you or whether you don't um so you say you've been to corners. Corners is your home base. Oh yeah, I uh, love it. You've been telling me a couple of different venues around here that uh, we haven't really discussed too much on our on our podcast. Where, where have you been lately? What What are some of the craziest spots? Nice spots? You know, spots you definitely want to go back to.
2: Um, that's a good question. There's been so many different ones that have just kind of one off. Uh, one that I do pretty regularly is called Tavern 29 up in Augusta. And it's like a corner's almost in the way it's out in the middle of nowhere pretty much. Yeah. There's, there's no other bar within like within like 20 minutes of oh, it cool. at least. And uh uh and you mentioned Ronnie Wolford at West Oaks coming up. Yep, and Yep. Uh that's he plays up there. Uh from time to time and that's how i ended up up there was going up to see him one night and he let me play a couple songs when he took a break and booked a show and i saw you posted a venue call like from uh like the ridge runner just did that one yeah. and actually uh brian stutzman was yeah. there the next night
1: and uh, oh cool where's where's that at what tell me what kind that's of that's another
2: venue that is that's like an interesting one too because it was uh it's in Maurytown. yeah okay it's in morgantown Morey town. Oh, I was yeah. gonna say that was a hike. Yeah, the, <laughs> Between, south, um, yeah south of Stralsburg there. Mm-hmm. Yep. Gotcha. I was expecting it to be like right on the main, right on 11 there, where uh, where you come through first. But it's actually on. I don't know if you know where back road is, but it's you go like off the side. Yeah, good ways, and it's just like you would never even know it's there if, unless you know you saw someone was playing there or something right. like that. But. And, but it's a, actually a really cool spot. They got a cool stage, um, good area for people to to sit and listen, and good amount of parking. I think it's going to end up. I don't know how long it's been there, but I think it could become a good spot, kind of like cool. West Oaks. Yeah.
0: Is your your songbook your your song list or whatever? It, how does that work for you? Do you is it just about the stuff you like to yep. to, to hear and listen to? Really? That's exactly
2: yeah. what it is. I mean, I I spent a lot of time before I started gigging. Uh, just like uh, for a, for a good period of time, I was living in a camper, and uh, it had a radio, and uh, I would just plug my phone into it and have it, you know, all the speakers around on, and I would just sit there and play along and uh learn all these different songs that way, and then I learned the words, and that's another thing is I just have a, I have a really good uh ability to retain song lyrics that okay. I listen to, yeah, because I also religiously listen to. Uh, certain songs for like a month straight. So then it's just like I have it ingrained in my mind. Right. The, right. the
0: lyrics. Do you keep anything on stage with you in case you do forget, or do you really retain no, it off? Do you really? That's
2: another thing I don't really. For myself, I don't ever want to do. Sometimes you know if someone requests a song and and I don't know all the words to it. Sometimes I will look them up and have them there, but I try not to do that just because I know I. I I have enough that I remember.
1: Right. But. I am the worst with words, man. I, I'd be the <laughs> first to admit it. And, uh, you know, there's some, like, really famous people, um, like Reba McIntyre has to have the words there, just in case. You people who can freaking remember the words just get on my nerves, because I, I can't. It just, it doesn't stick in my mind like that. So you're given a gift there. Just just use that. Uh, but, you know, you said that uh, you, you play things that you like, and mm-hmm. those are cover songs, obviously, uh, but you've recently started
2: dabbling in in songwriting yourself correct yeah i've been writing for a while it just took me a it it wasn't easy for me to start putting them out there i guess it's tough isn't it and yeah it's weird it's a weird thing like because it's it's not like someone else came up with it. it's like coming out of you i guess you know so it's, yeah I it's mean, a different thing it's easy it's easy to say you know just don't care what people say or you know, forget what they
1: think. But if you put something out that's personal to you, and we've talked about this with Brian Stutzman, I think, yep. if you put something out that's personal to you uh, and somebody says something negative back towards that, it's
2: it's just, it's a different feeling. So to even take that risk to put it out there is awesome. It's like the wonder of, not even necessarily, I, I haven't had really run into anybody uh, giving me any negative stuff, but I mean, most people that are going to do that are going to do it in private anyway. Well, but yeah. That's, it's the wonder about it for me. Like, man, what are these people not telling me about it? Like, what are they actually right, thinking? Right. But it's that's just one of those things that I guess you got to get over. Now, if you're gonna you, do it. Do you, do you create things inside of you when
0: you're creating songs? Do you have inspirations? Do you have people that you song stylists that you like, or is it uh, all Bre- Brendan Edwards stuff?
2: I try to kind of have a mix of that. I guess uh, a big thing for me with songwriting is, uh, or a big influence, I guess, would be Hank. Gotcha. I listened. And so, yeah, oh yeah, I'm. that's, this is him right here on my head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah, I'm a. I'm a huge Hank Williams fan. Uh, I think he did it better than anybody else ever did and yeah. ever will do it again.
0: Yep, absolutely. I'd have to agree with you on that. I'm uh, the influence. We've talked about this with Robbie Lyman, who we just spoke a while ago. Does a, a, a really solid job at recreating him, Uh, and the the reach that he had. You know, and he was only twenty nine when he passed. It's phenomenal. I can't think of another artist that's had more of an impact in music across the board than, than Hank
2: Williams. So I don't think there was, and I like I said, I don't think there ever will be again, in my honest opinion. No. Some amazing songs.
0: Chris, I know I'm, I'm looking at you over there. I think you got something queued up, man. You got some I stuff, Brendan, so we can listen to?
1: I do. So you've been posting here in the last month uh, to YouTube, right?
2: Mm-hmm. And SoundCloud. I, I've been doing a lot of covers for SoundCloud, and I just do record those on my iPhone.
1: Really? Uh, yeah, cool. dude, because some of these on on YouTube. So uh the YouTube ones, I haven't listened to many on SoundCloud, but the YouTube ones are very good quality recording
2: where's that taking place what i gotta give a shout out to mike optoff i don't know if you guys that's another guy you went to high school uh, with him yeah you should consider having him on he's he's one of the best people that you could ever meet dj off just in general but as far as musically also no no less because he can play any instrument pretty you know pretty much and he has a really good ability to just jump in on something he's never even heard before whether it's on bass uh, drums, guitar, yeah. piano. Even he, uh, I just recorded with him recently, and uh, and he laid down the keyboard track. That's that awesome, man. I, I I had a feeling that that was him that was playing in behind you, but that's really cool. He's the uh, one of the main ones over at Blue Fox, right? Yeah, he runs the open mic there on Monday, and that's okay. how I met him. I I uh, heard about that because I went to Conrad from Blue Fox and asked him about booking, and he was like, "Hey, we have an open mic this Monday. Come out to that." If you're good, I'll hear about it. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. And so I didn't know it was the first one they were doing, but I went out there and I've been going ever since. I've only missed like 3. Wow, nice. Just cuz I had to, but uh yeah, so he invited me over to his house. He's got everything you could really need to record and uh he records his own stuff and just his, I don't know if you've caught any of his live shows, what he does. Not recently. It's a one-man band and yeah. he does he uses a, a loop, looper pedal, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy to watch, actually. Wow. He's posted some videos. I've seen his videos.
1: We might try to get yeah, uh, Mike off. Oh, the, those here.
2: videos alone are incredible. Right. They're, he, they're so cool.
1: Yeah.
0: This track that we're going to listen to, Brennan, can you tell us a little bit about it? Uh, what's the...
2: Uh, which one is it? 10 Chickens. Oh, that's uh, about my good buddy, Jason Sherman. Oh, okay, the yeah. Crippled Crow. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's one of my best friends. He's another... One of the best people you could ever meet. Just super genuine but he uh it's a funny story behind that song. I'm not going to tell the whole thing cuz it's a long longer story, but it's hilarious if you ever get a chance. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. You know, it's a, it's basically a song about uh lack of preparation and counting your blessings. Heck yeah. Basically like I I got these 10 chickens in a dog crate. I don't have a chicken coop, but here's all the the things I I'm you know, I could be thankful for
0: (laughs) it. That's a good way to look at it. All right. (laughs) I like it.
1: We're going to give it a rip. Here's a little Brennan Edwards, 10 Chickens in a Dog Crate.
2: Hey, how you doing? I'm Jason. They call me Jason. 10 Chickens in a Dog Crate Got food on my plate A dollar short and a day late Another word for a dollar saved Ain't a place I'd rather be Two hands and a couple of feet. Hell, I'm living on easy street. If anybody asks me. And if you see me today, well, don't you know I'm doing alright? Still ain't got a coop for the roost or the hens, but it saved me a couple dimes. Headed down to love, it's fill, When I got a little time to kill. There's an old timer there says he don't care. What I got is what he
0: All right, man. I love it, Brennan. That sounds great, man. And he gave Lovettsville a shout out. How cool yeah, is that? Apparently,
2: Lovettsville loves it. Oh, man. Yeah, they'd have
0: to, man. How great is that? You know, they got a great little town over there, and I'm sure they're glad to get a shout out from you. That's cool. What a great song. It sounds great.
2: Yeah, I wrote it as a joke. I actually just wrote it to make fun of him. <laughs> I was gonna go go to him and be like, Hey, I wrote this song about it. Oh my
0: gosh. I'm sure I'm sure you'll be getting lots of requests for that thing, that's for sure. Now, how new is that?
2: That uh I actually I wrote it like a month before I recorded, it, so about two months ago. But,
0: yeah, so it's fairly new then. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well you got that one, you got Up in Smoke, uh in A Land Between Two Mountains, mm-hmm. which has a great beginning to it. You guys, you, you have to check out Brennan on YouTube. Uh, he not only has these three originals, but he's got some covers as well. So definitely check him out there. Some more great video work. Um, shoot, what was the last one that you just put up?
2: Oh, it was... The, Old uh, Home Place. Yeah, I, I, that's funny. I, I Recorded pl- at downtown Winchester. Uh-huh. I went down there at one30 uh, in the morning Jeez. i was just like that's why it was so quiet yeah there was nobody it, but it's funny what you'll who you will end up seeing oh, when you go there at night yeah. it's like <laughs> some guy came driving down the walking mall with his truck and like pulled up next to me away and i'm like looking at him like what is this guy about to do and then he just like i don't even know what he did but he then he got back in his truck and drove away welcome like, to how even get on? <laughs> wow
0: yeah it could be a different place at night like that for sure now brennan you know i i I've seen that you've played in bands before, right? Like, you get together with some people and jam with them. Is that how that works?
2: Yeah, just, I guess, randomly. I started, the first experience I really had getting to go out and gig was with my Uncle Jack. Okay. And uh, his... And he, that's that's Jack Dunlap, mm-hmm. correct?
1: For everybody on the show who may or may not know Jack, he's been around Winchester for a while. Oh, yeah. He's
2: he's ridiculous. He's a, <laughs> he's a what do you call it? He's a savant of sorts. Yeah. Gotcha. He's... He's a world-class musician. He blows me away. But uh, he had a project called the Jack Dunlap Band, and uh, it was him on mandolin. He likes to throw in a lot of different pedals and stuff with that. He had a saxophone guy, uh bass player, drummer. I think that was it. But his drummer uh, couldn't make it to some stuff here and there, and he would have me come and fill in on drums. So I Oh, got nice. To, yeah, so I got to... Uh, play with him in a couple cool spots because he he goes a little a little ways away pretty often so we went out to like uh some jazz bar in dc and some brewery up in frederick maryland so farther than i've gone myself but (laughs) so you're a drummer too yeah uh like i was saying about like uh the influence from my dad with playing um when i was really young i got a an old drum set and uh we would sit in the basement a lot right and he'd play guitar and I'd play drums on like Guns and Roses stuff like that nice so we had a lot of fun back then nice
0: man he just uh took a step up here you know I know yeah I for Brian this be my, my yeah. instrument of choice as well too, so. I, think,
2: uh, I think you said that you used to play on a uh, on, in a worship band at a church still do yeah we yeah, still that, do, every yeah. Sunday uh, that was another good start for me with with playing uh in front of people a couple of years ago i had a church in uh steven city spirit and word fellowship okay uh they reached out to me wow. and we're looking for a drummer so i played drums for them for i think a little over a year and uh, that was a big push for me to start playing in front of people because even just playing drums i was you know kind of nervous about right. let alone right. playing and singing i would never sing in front of people until not that long ago well that's awesome man you know um Again, thanks for coming out and
1: being on. It, like I said, and, and I'm not exaggerating, you've been one of the most requested people to be on our show. And it's, um, like you said, it's it's only been this past year or so that you've really been getting out there. And just freaking imagine what's going to happen in the next five for you. I know. Yeah, it's going to be incredible. <laughs> I'm excited. we got to yeah. ha- we got to have you back on the show. Yeah, we with, definitely do. We sure. should love to do it. It yeah. just... just Try, try not to charge us too much so about you just,
0: yeah <laughs> exactly that's what we'll be doing the next time but in for folks out there trying to reach out to you to get a hold of you uh first of all do you got gigs coming up that you can let everybody know about
2: yeah oh man um uh, the one that i can think of i know i have at least a couple this coming weekend and i cannot seem to remember all of them i keep my i keep my calendar in my truck i got you uh, and i always check on it but Check out uh, your I Facebook page, maybe? Yeah, yeah, do that. Facebook, yeah. I okay. try to keep everybody updated with it. Uh, Sunday, I know for a fact I'll be, me and my Uncle Buddy and his son are going to be playing at uh, Richard's Fruit Market from 12 to 3. Very
0: nice people out there.
2: Yep. Um, Jake Cohn might be there. I, I haven't uh, found out for sure about that, but he usually is when we do stuff there. He's another one that everybody should check out. Yep. Yeah, for sure. Yes.
1: Jake, Jake is one we got to have one here. We were yep. talking before the podcast, so hopefully, put in a word for us. I'll, I'll reach out to him here
2: sometime soon. And uh, if y'all don't mind, if I give a couple of shout outs, please, please, I have way too many people to shout out, but uh, just a couple, definitely Jody Bloomfield. Yeah. Uh, if uh, he has a Facebook page called Make Country Music Sad Again, so if okay. you haven't yet joined right. that group, a lot of. You'll find a lot of cool music on there and local people. And uh, another one is uh, Kenny Brown. He's doing a festival up in uh, Burkittsville, Maryland on the 17th of this month. Jake Cohn's going to be there. A bunch of really cool local artists of different areas. It's all to – all the proceeds are going to some sort of uh, addiction to benefit like an addiction gotcha. you know, yeah, uh, okay. recovery sort of thing. Yep and uh so he'll have a guy named Wes ship from down in florida tony Logue, i don't know if anybody's heard of him oh, he's yeah. awesome um johnny mitchum shout out to johnny mitchum too he's awesome he was a, one of the og supporters of mine from the beginning uh but there's some other good artists i can't remember all i know dylan woeful i don't yep. know if you've heard of him oh yeah absolutely um but yeah and uh I think that's all I can really think of at this very moment. But like I said, too many people to shout out that have just been huge supporters and done way more than they ever needed to to help me along. And those are
1: those are people you're never going to forget.
2: Absolutely right. not. So,
1: I mean, that's an incredible relationship here. And just the first little bit of your career that you're never going to forget, you're never going to forget these people.
2: Man, some of the gestures from these people that I didn't even know when I when they did it you know right along this past year has been crazy
0: well in I've mentioned it before but the community you guys have formed among the musicians is impressive i it's mean everybody's amazing. in everybody
2: else's cheering section
0: trying to get them out there you know people are helping you you're helping other people and i think that's the recipe for this for success for sure i think
1: it it blows me away yeah that's part of what's going to make winchester's music take off is that sort of attitude and atmosphere of not go out and you know, kill your competition, but really help them out and not be competition with them, but, right. but you know, be be brothers and sisters with them out there um, every night because there's like we talk about every single week, there's so many venues out yes. there that you guys can fill up, and people are just believe it or not, there's people still looking for music. Like, hey, this weekend we need somebody, so there's there's a huge need for you guys,
2: and we just we hope that it keeps growing and growing, yeah, man, absolutely. Oh, and of course, uh, shout out to Low Water Bridge Man, they're yeah. They're the, I've, I've been calling them the hometown here. They're what well, the buzz they're making is unbelievable coming out of this oh town. Oh my gosh, so. it's pretty yeah. sweet, right? Ugh. We were at Crip picking, um, and that was a hell of a night, right? It was
1: awesome. So, you started the night, uh, and it was a beautiful night out on the Cedar Creek, uh, down in Star Tannery. Just uh, shout out could, to Star Tannery. It could not have awesome been people. any more perfect down there, right?
0: Yeah, it looked like it bit been a lot of fun. I didn't get a chance to make it out, but everybody I've talked to you. Man, you killed it. Like usual. You're always great. Everybody says that. So congratulations on your success for sure.
1: Episode 11 with Brennan Edwards. Thank you so, so much for being on, buddy. Um, You know we're going to have to have you back on here soon. Uh, The Musicians Cafe. You guys know out there where you can find us, any major streaming platform. Also hit us up at musicianscafe1 at gmail.com. Reach out any way that uh, you feel led. Also, we got a Facebook page. Follow us on there. Uh, we want to get these episodes out to as many people. I tell you, we're growing uh, more, and you guys are helping us. So we thank yes. you so, so much for that. We just really want to push this word out to as many people as we can.
0: Yes, yes, it's all about the artists. Truly, could not mean that any more than when I, you know, than I really mean that. It's all about you guys, uh, and so we just want to try to help you, you know, get the word out. Brennan, best of luck, buddy. Thank you so much for making time
2: for all of us this evening. Thank you so much for my maiden voyage on the podcast, world. Oh,
0: <laughs> We're glad to have you. Chris, man, thanks for everything that you do, sir. Always, buddy. Any uh, time. Actually, every week, I'll be here. That's right. Glad to hear it. Once again, folks, MusiciansCafe1 at gmail.com. If you want to reach out to us, check us out on Facebook. In the meantime, until the next episode, we'll see you.